0: Coming up tonight, we begin with the thrill of televised darts, the disappointment of fireworks as an adult, and why Disneyland is smack in the middle of a city. Then we get into the week's tech news, including the end of Microsoft Stores, the end of Mixer, and the end of the Segway. Stick around, it all starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 280, recorded June 29th, 2020. It's a spicy MacBook. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and you. I'm Sean Jennings, and I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for these two meddling kids, Colby Rabideau and Dan Miller. Good evening.
1: Did you, like, watch the Scooby-Doo movie this weekend or something?
0: Scoob? You mean the animated (laughs) Scoob? No, although uh, I finally signed up for HBO Max to try it out, and that's, like, their big push is, like, we have Scoob, and I'm like, that is not selling me. Uh, No, I found out, because I, you know me, I like the opening gimmicks of the show, because I just can't leave well enough alone. And nothing mm. I've done has worked. But I did find there's a Wikipedia page called List of Catchphrases. So I'm going to try for the next ah, couple of weeks to.
1: Interesting.
0: Including one of them is Don't Panic, which is from the British show Dad's Army in the 60s. So
1: Dad's Army.
0: Yeah, the famous Dad's Army.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: BBC comedy set in World War II. I think that's just about every show they make. But you get the idea. <laughs>
1: well Uh, that's exciting
0: yeah so really something to look forward to I think uh, there is one on here that I don't think I can work into an episode but I did really like and this was in the British section and it was uh, are you ready ladies and gentlemen let's play darts it's an actual (laughs) catchphrase from the dart world championship I guess famous enough to make it onto the list of catchphrases
1: (laughs) darts have you ever watched darts on TV?
0: I have. I have. It to me it's kind of like cornhole on TV where it's all of them are just so good, it's not very interesting cuz they just get like <laughs> holes in one all the time.
1: Yeah. So what's the like then I guess maybe that's not why why it's not a wildly popular televised sporting event, but like Is there just no drama at all, or is there something like... No,
0: I mean, nobody's perfect. There is some drama, but it's, you know, it's really at the high level of the sport, and it's also... Again, there's no, like, strategy. It's... No, that's not true, because there is some strategy in what points you get and where, but it's... fine. You know, it's kind of like billiards, where it's like, there's nothing wrong with it, but, like, I don't find it interesting to sit and watch.
1: Hmm. Yeah, fair. Or snooker, for that matter. Dude, what was it what was the sport we were watching at that bar that time in Boston? Was it like uh, wakeboarding or something?
2: I, I think so. I remember they were being towed around by a watercraft of some kind. They were on skis and they were going off jumps. Does that sound is that match your memory? Yeah. So like trick water skiing maybe or maybe they were on boards.
1: Yeah. It was definitely something. I I remember there being like I don't even know how to describe it. Like there was like a a system of cables or something and that's what was pulling them. Like it wasn't like a boat. It was like I don't know. I don't know if that's true though.
0: Yeah, that's definitely con- a thing.
1: I might have concocted that in my in my imagination. Yeah, there is a
0: three-event tournament in water skiing. In the United States, there are over 900 sanctioned water ski competitions each summer. Um, But the big one is the three-event, which is slalom, jump, and trick. Um, Slalom water skiers use only one ski with feet oriented forward. Um, They're narrow and long, and it's like slalom skiing. Then there's jump, um, where they uh, go over a jump and attempt to get the longest distance. And then there's trick, uh, which uses small oval shaped or oblong water skis. Um, and skiers are given two 20 second runs to perform a series of tricks and they get scored.
1: I think we were definitely watching the trick one.
0: Yeah, if I had to guess.
1: Right. I had to guess. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Oh, there's also a ski marathon where skiers have to ski on all six pieces of equipment: the single ski, the double ski, single, singles finless, double finless, a freeboard, and a fence paling. A fence That's what? It just says a fence paling. Let me see what that is.
1: That God. sounds impressive if they have to switch like without stopping, like it's seamless.
0: Well, when I look at fence paling, I get actual fencing things. So let me do fence paling skis. <laughs> Literally no results come up. That's not helpful.
1: Maybe Wikipedia is lying to me. I was you. gonna say
0: maybe somebody just made it up. Um Oh, here we go. On fence palings. What what are these? Here we go. Here's an article. Um Nope, that article's not helpful. All right, I'm going to I'm going to get I'm going to get to the bottom of this. There's a the picket fence drill, I guess. What is I don't know what this is. Anyway, I will I will Google this and get to the bottom of it.
2: But in the we're meantime,
0: what else is going on with you, gentlemen?
2: I'm not in Maine anymore. You survived? Did you meet uh, any local wildlife while you were there? Uh deer? Uh, a bunch of chipmunks, uh, a bunch of really cute, tiny red squirrels. I like to imagine it's very Cinderella-esque in that they all sort of <laughs>
0: flew in the window and helped you get dressed in the morning.
2: <laughs> no, but I, I was working on the the porch and then I, I like hear some rustling and I look to my right and there's a, a deer just walking 15 feet away and then it looked at me and it was like, meh. And then it just kept eating grass, or whatever it was eating. Uh, So that was really cool. Did you have to pay extra for that? I don't think so. I haven't checked my bill, but... (laughs) The deer fee? The deer fee. Uh, That's pretty much it. Uh, Yeah.
1: Man, going someplace sounds crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say, uh, I think that's like the one... The one place you can probably go right now is the literal middle of nowhere.
1: <laughs> that's acceptable. Yeah.
0: Well, that's mm-hmm. exciting. I, now, obviously, uh, the uh, 4th of July is coming up. That will be between these this episode and the next one. Um, do you, oh, look, when you Google 4th of July, Google has little fireworks that come up on the results page. Uh-huh. How fun is that? I I take back all the weird and creepy things they do. That's wonderful. What a nice company. Do you guys have any big uh, 4th of July plans? You going out on the boat? You having a barbecue? Shooting off some fireworks?
1: I think I'm going to visit the parents.
0: Ah, the rents.
1: Uh, Yeah. Which, that'll be the first time I see them. I've seen them in four months? Five months? Since, like, February, so
2: that's exciting could
1: could be interesting yeah yeah also the first time I've left Boston and like the first time I've gone any further than like three miles from my house in four months so that should be fun I don't think I'm gonna see any fireworks but I've seen plenty of fireworks for the last like two months so
0: it's fine. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, there, there's these stories all across the country of like people just like shooting more fireworks than they've ever shot off before, I guess, because they're bored. Is that that's I mean, I'm sure in cities, maybe that's a. out here. It's I don't usually hear fireworks, but they have been going off like crazy.
2: I haven't been hearing them, uh, but I live in like the, the rich, fancy part of town. So so you don't mm-hmm. hear any rich, fancy fireworks? No, yeah, no, Uh but I, I do I hear it's uh endemic in other places for perhaps mysterious reasons.
1: Yeah. Here it's been okay recently. actually so far this week has been really quiet, which you wouldn't expect for Fourth of July week. Um but it could just be that Boston is so small that like I don't live in a particularly fancy neighborhood and it's kind of an in the middle neighborhood, but like I feel like fireworks anywhere you can, you can hear from most places. That's
0: that's the idea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, right. It's kind of the point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Quiet fireworks never really took off.
1: <laughs> right. It It is mostly fine. There was the one night where someone set one off, like right over my apartment building at four in the morning. <laughs> so like that, That was really startling, like, to be awoken by an explosion (laughs) outside your window. But uh, otherwise, it has mostly been fine.
0: Now, what's your guys' history with fireworks? I don't think we've ever talked about this. Did you ever shoot them off as kids or be around them or you don't like them and generally avoided them? Well, I Oh,
2: go ahead, Colby.
1: I was going to say I've I've done some sparklers in my day. I
2: don't,
1: know, I don't know if that counts. I've definitely been around like I've been to things where people had fireworks and like shot off fireworks. I don't think I've ever like set them off myself. I do remember distinctly I had a friend in high school whose dad was like an EMT. He was like a, a part-time like volunteer EMT and he had like terrible stories about the things people did to themselves with fireworks. Cause like mm-hmm. they're like they're like it's like chemical fire. Like when it gets on you it doesn't you can't put it out. It just like burns out. <laughs> so it's it's like really unpleasant apparently <laughs> the things that happen. <laughs> So, like, I, you know, I don't feel, like, super compelled to, uh, venture down that road myself. But, I don't know. What about you, Dan?
2: I remember being a little bit afraid of fireworks growing up, but we had this, like, big fireworks show in my town, so it was a thing that you had to see, pretty much. Uh... I know that my uncle growing up, I had this memory that, that he would set off fireworks when 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 we were on vacation and that was just like on the beach. but other than that, like I don't have any like I'm not a fireworks fan. Uh, I don't I don't think I've ever shot off anything more than a sparkler on my own. I'm pretty sure. Oh, growing up, I used to go to my... Fr- that's right, I used to go to my friend's 4th of July party, and they would have the, like, crazy fireworks where they would go to some other state to get the ones that weren't legal, and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much it. How about you, Sean? Tell, tell me your fireworks story.
0: No, I, I, I wish I had an interesting story. I really don't. I mean, only once can I recall uh, going somewhere that was, like, a large-scale amateur fight. Fire- you know, where they brought in, like, a pickup truck full of fireworks... And spent I. What was the number? I was told that they it was thousands of dollars they spent on a fireworks, and that was the the only time in my life fireworks were ever shot off directly above me, and I found <laughs> it so immensely unpleasant. And my, my general feeling on fireworks, and I don't want to be, like, the Grinch of the 4th of July, but I just find them very mediocre. Like, it, it, it's always the same. Like, where's the innovation in fireworks? Like, I just feel like the same ones I saw as a kid I still see now. So it's not that I like or dislike them. I'm just bored by them. Like, I just don't yeah.
1: care. I went to, I think it was it was either last 4th of July or two 4th of July's ago. I went to the fireworks, like, to watch the fireworks here in Boston, like, along the river, and we were, like, downwind of the fireworks, yeah, and we're just, there was just debris raining down on us. It's very bad. It was gross. (laughs) It was like, oh, this is not fun. I guess maybe the the you know, you got to pick the right side of the river according to which way the wind is blowing on on the day or something. I don't know. But that that was icky. I didn't like that that much. It wasn't that much fun. No, no. But I,
0: you know, I don't know. It's they're interesting, but, you know, reminds me of the old Jack Jack Donaghy, you know, the ones that make the little cowboy hats. You know, like they, <laughs> you never see anything fun in fireworks anymore. Um It's just it's just bigger and louder. So I don't know. I'm kind of glad they're illegal in most places. I feel like people shouldn't be able to buy fireworks. That seems generally like something (sighs) that should be, you know, like when I go to like Disneyland or something, I'm like, oh, okay. I trust they can do fire like they're fireworks people. And then you're like, you know, Joe, your neighbor, Joe Blow, who brings in thousands of dollars of fireworks. You're like, you're going to burn the neighborhood down.
1: Yeah. Now, I will say cities, it's too loud. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, And, like, everything is too close. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised there have not been more fires caused by fireworks. Um, I was at... So, I just remembered this. In Rhode Island, there used to be... I think they're gone now. The, the Pawtucket Red Sox. The Red Sox, um, like, AAA baseball team. They played in... were in, based in Rhode Island. So they had a stadium. And they would do, like... On 4th of July, like, they'd have a game, and then at the end of the game, there'd be a big fireworks show, Mm -hmm. like, set up in the parking lot. And I remember I was at that one year, and something went wrong, like, right at the beginning of the show. Like, one of the fireworks, like, tipped over or something and went off and set off all of the fireworks at the same time on the ground. So, like... And it was, like, you couldn't really see what was happening. It was just because you were in the baseball stadium, and so the fireworks would go up, like, over the scoreboard. But you just saw, like, all of these fireworks, this huge, like, fireworks explosion, like, going off kind of, like, way too low. (laughs) That was weird. That was a little scary, because it was enough fireworks where it was, like, it was a really big, like all at once kind of explosion, like not in the the same place. It was it was pretty scary. There was a minute where I was like your like fight or flight instincts were kicking in. It's like, do I run? Yeah. Do I
0: stay or do I go?
1: Right, exactly.
0: A great genre of YouTube video, the firework accident. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> that that happened to my my brother in law. He wasn't my brother in law at the time, but he was at a, a family get together on the the one time i was at an expensive fireworks show and uh the amateur one and he was definitely afraid of fireworks and they somehow convinced him to come down to to shoot one off like one of the real ones off and it was the one that tipped over zinged, singed his leg and now he won't go anywhere near fireworks anymore smart man
2: yeah
1: smart <laughs> should have should have stuck to his instincts he was right
0: one. he was a hundred percent right i cannot challenge that um Damn. But it is interesting because you know you, you read these articles. Uh, Disneyland in California is famous for this because Disney World's kind of out in the middle of nowhere in Orlando, but Disneyland is like in Anaheim, like in a neighborhood, and they shoot off fireworks every single night. Could you imagine living in Anaheim near Disneyland?
2: I wondered about that because when I was at Disneyland last November, you, it, it's very unlike Disney World here. Ex- like, have you been, Sean?
0: uh no i haven't i'm i have certainly read about it and seen pictures and that but no i haven't been
2: like you drive up i kept waiting i was like wait we're, like we're not there yet because you get off the highway and then you're in a city you're just like oh okay like you know there's a starbucks and there's all this stuff and you're driving down this main drag and you just pull off in this huge parking lot in the middle of the city and there's a shuttle bus so it's a little bit of like you know magic that gets played on you because like it's hard to pay I wasn't paying attention like where the shuttle bus took me but then suddenly I get off the shuttle bus and now I'm in Disneyland but we didn't go that far where are we Uh, so I had the same question because you'll you will never get the sense from when you get off the shuttle bus until you get again off the shuttle bus that you are in a city Uh, but you definitely are (laughs)
0: Well, and what's crazy is actually when you compare it to Universal in Hollywood, because Disneyland, Walt Disney, and this is true, actually built a large dirt barrier, essentially, around the entire property. So there's a raised hill. It's kind of almost like sunken down, like it's in a crater almost, to protect it from the outside world. Doesn't help with fireworks, but it does help with some noise and some privacy. Universal is literally just like a bunch of buildings next to other buildings and they i think they have either stopped or greatly reduced fireworks and nighttime noise because they
2: did get so many complaints wow wait a second looking at disneyland on google maps is crazy because google maps of course it has all of the freaking roller coasters and everything mapped out here so you can really see how much of a a compound it is within the city
0: Yeah, and that's why they've never built um, like a Disney World type multiple park. I mean, California Adventure was sort of their big, but they're really limited on land because there's just (laughs) nowhere else to go. Right. um, Because they're completely surrounded. And that's actually interesting that Disney, I don't know if they did buy or they were planning to buy, not too far away is the old um, Angels baseball stadium and there was a lot of rumors that disney was going to buy it um because it's a big lot big parking lot big uh and that they were going to turn it i think they own some of the lot and they use it for employee parking but that they were going to turn it into um another another piece of disney even though it would be sort of a a transportation bit away wow yeah you can actually see it on the google map over by the river um on the other side of uh of the five highway
2: Huh, sean you always teach me something new I know a
0: stupid amount about amusement parks, Dan. Very embarrassing.
1: Sean, did you watch any of that? uh, The, the documentary on Disney plus about,
0: I did the Imagineering story. Yes, I did. It was, it's six episodes, six hours. It's interesting. I mean, it's like super propaganda. Like, As someone who knows about, like, not only the good stuff, but, like, the failures Disney has had, they really gloss over them aggressively, and it's, like, super... It it is interesting, and if you know nothing about, sort of, the Disney Parks history, you'll learn Mm -hmm. stuff, but it is really, like, pat on the back, like, we've done stuff, no one's ever done... And then what's really funny is not... Again, I'm going to get into too much detail, but... Every time I've seen one of these, like, company-produced documentaries, there's always one thing that they throw under the bus. Because they, they'll they know people will be like, they can't say everything's great. And so they choose California Adventure to chuck under the bus so hard because everyone hated it when it first came out. And so that's the <laughs> one thing they get away with. Everyone's like, yeah, it turns out was that wasn't a good idea, but everything else we did perfectly. Um, <laughs> it's it, its very funny, but it's very well made.
1: Yeah. I watched a couple episodes. It was, like, interesting i found the 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 beginning more interesting like once the park was a thing it was like oh,
0: yeah the right. classic stuff and the waltz right. stuff right.
1: right right um crazy
0: yeah um good good well that reached its natural conclusion um <laughs> excellent any other uh, discussion topics guys That's that's going on here. Did we talk about me packing up my smart home? Did we talk about that? No. So I've admitted on the show before plenty that I have too much smart home stuff. Uh, What did I claim once 40 devices on my router or something like that? Well, I had to pack them all up because I'm moving. And so um, I, I really should have kept an exact count of, of all the stuff I pulled down, but it was two wall Lutron switches, the garage door controller Uh, I kid you not I think there were about 10 WeMo smart switches I think eight wise cameras um eight yep what else why can't I think of more stuff There's a whole bunch. Of, you should have seen, I have a whole box. That's just, oh, the, um, the nest, uh, smoke detector. I'm leaving for the people who bought the house for keeping my nest cam out back, my ring doorbell and my nest thermostat. So those are staying. Wow. Very nice of you. Um, well, this, they, how
2: much did they add to the price for that?
0: Not enough. No, honestly, what it really is, is they're just such a, the outside stuff. You have to bolt to the house so aggressively that it's just mm. not worth the hassle of taking it down. Uh, especially the nest cam out back. That was a, that was brutal. Uh, so I said, you can just keep it. Um, I'm sure there's more stuff. That's the stuff. That, but I have a whole box that's just smart home crap. Um, that hopefully we'll all go back together
1: when I get to the new place. <laughs> wow. that's That'll be exciting. Now, what that'll things be... are
2: you missing from now that you don't have any of it? What's your, what's your biggest, like, uh, yeah, biggest smart home technology that you're missing? Or are you missing none of them? Well, I was going to say that's the depressing thing
0: is I'm not really missing any of them because it is most... Like, all my Hue lights are still obviously on because they're just the regular bulbs in the lamp. That's probably the smart home thing I use the most, so I haven't really noticed. And the thermostat is still up, and I use that. You know, it's like kind of the stuff I use a lot is still up. Um, So I haven't really noticed... Oh, I got to grab the smart water sensors downstairs. I forgot to grab those. Um, But, yeah, no, I haven't really noticed a huge... A huge difference, to be honest with you. I don't know what that says. Now, what were you using all these cameras for? So I bought, so I I had my perimeter ones and my inside ones. My perimeter ones was one in the garage, one at the side door, and one in the basement. The others I had bought when I got the cat, and I had them strung all throughout the house so I could watch him from home or from work when I was at work. Um, and just also use them for internal security. So I had them strung up all throughout the house, but those I took down a while ago. Um, and I, I hadn't been using them. They were just in a box because I didn't need them because I've been home all the time. Yeah. (laughs) And I did just, wise just came out with the first outdoor camera. So of course I bought one. Uh, So I just, I've got to, you guys got to stop me, please. (laughs) I'm gonna pass all my credit cards transactions through you guys, and you can just deny. It's not. It's not healthy. It's
2: really not. Give you the gladiator thumbs up, thumbs down on each transaction. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: "Uh, eh, you know, shut me, shut me down."
2: It's like, Sean, do you really need
0: that? No. No. If, if the whole smart home box got lost in the move, my life would be just fine. I don't know what that says. Yeah. I think sure. the, I think the hue bulbs are the only thing I genuinely would say I would be very depressed if they went away cuz those I use a ton.
2: Now, do you have like do you use different colors for
0: those? I only have the white ones. I don't have any of the colored ones cuz uh, okay. I'm so I'm willing to spend on a lot of bulbs, but I won't get the nice expensive ones. So I only have white. But I have probably gosh, a dozen bulbs, maybe something like that.
2: Uh-huh. Wow.
0: But I have no, that's like, ceiling lighting in my entire house, so it's all lamps in my whole house. And that's, every mm. room has two lamps, and so it, it adds up quick.
1: Lamp life. Got yeah. those few bulbs? I like the Lutron switches, but I do have overhead lights.
0: Yeah, well that's the and that's the two I had were for overhead with a few overhead lights I actually do have. And those are those work great. I mean, the idea is that honestly, most of the stuff I controlled either through uh, Alexa or HomeKit. So, um, you know, it didn't really matter what platform they were on. It was pretty compatible. Um, I just said turn the lights on and off and it pretty much worked. So, that that's always nice. But that's not an interesting story. Why don't we get to some of the interesting stories in the rundown here? We've got a lot while well, you guys are looking to decide in which one we're going to start on. I want to thank everybody watching us live right now at facebook.com slash Show. Monday night's about 10, 15 Eastern. We're there yakking it up, chatting about what's new. Uh, if you're watching us live, make sure to throw in a comment. We'll be watching it throughout the show. We want to hear from you, maybe you have a great pick you'd like us to share because I don't have one this week and I have exactly (laughs) maybe 35 minutes to come up with one. So if you'd like to suggest one for me to pick, like when Colby picked Phil Lopez last time, um, please suggest, if you'd like to be this week's pick, please comment on Facebook and I will pick you. How's that? Our fan of the week. I did realize, Guy, did you know, I, I was far too lazy to actually look and see if this is true, but this may be the first time we've ever done five episodes in a calendar month.
2: Oh, that's a fun fact.
0: Because we did wow. one on the first, and we're doing oh, one on wow. the 29th. So the way the calendar worked, we did five. Now, considering the fact that, A, we didn't miss any this month, and it's five, I doubt we've probably, maybe one other time we've done that, but that's a pretty pretty big accomplishment.
1: That's pretty good.
0: So kudos to us. I think yeah, that means congratulations. We, we, I think we should have a party. Well, I was gonna say, I think we can take next month off. <laughs> get a little, get a little vacation in. Uh, what story are we gonna start with, guys?
2: I think we should start at the top with Microsoft stores.
0: Yeah, a lot of uh, stuff going away in the rundown this week, uh, and this is a, this is a big one. As you guys know, it's a great time to be in physical retail. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> Microsoft didn't get that memo. They announced uh, this past week that they are permanently closing all Microsoft store locations in the United States and around the world, except for four locations that will be quote reimagined end quote as experience centers that, and this is the key, no longer sell products. It's really just a place you can go and play with the, the computers. Uh, those are uh, New York city and fifth Avenue, London, Sydney and the Redmond campus location. Um, I don't have an exact number. Cause I did actually look for this cause I was curious. I couldn't find a number of exactly how many stores they have. I think it's over a hundred, but don't hold me to that.
2: Um, yeah, I've been surprised at the places in over the past five years that have had Microsoft stores. I
0: mean, they were, I wouldn't say aggressively expanding, but they were expanding. I mean, they were opening new stores.
1: There's one near me.
0: At Not anymore.
1: Stores were open. Uh, I went to I one have in
0: Florida. I've been to a couple different ones in different malls, um, because I'm always that nerd who's like, oh, a Microsoft store, and I get in there and I'm like, I don't want to buy any of this, and I leave. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, I remember when I was in the Microsoft store. Their big new product was their smartwatch. The the band wasn't it? The band? The, maybe yeah, the band. The that band right.
0: they had for five minutes. I remember talking about that on the show. That's very sad. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, the store debuted in 2009, um, and uh, yeah, it's interesting to me that you know we can talk about why these stores closed, and there's a lot of reasons. But you could also argue that this was. Microsoft's never been more aggressive and Microsoft made hardware than they are right now um, between not just computers, but also, you know, they have a brand new Xbox coming out. Um, they're focusing more <laughs> on, on headphones and other accessories made by themselves. Uh, Surface, they're obviously pushing quite hard, but, uh, but the store concept, of, I guess, just didn't didn't work out. I don't know, guys. Uh, on a scale of, of 9 to 10, how sad are you?
1: Two. There's a lot to be <laughs> sad about
2: right now. <laughs> Like, this is not the, high up on your list. Yeah, there's a lot of competition. Like, Dan, it's, I would love there's
1: a there's a like sadness inflation at the moment.
0: <laughs> I would love Dan for you to like go into a meeting at work and be like, guys, I have devastating news. Microsoft is closing all of their stores.
2: That was gonna be our big distribution channel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> guys, we pinned it all on Microsoft Store. We're going under.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't care. Um, I like. I they were fine stores. Like if uh, they. So yeah, can everyone describe if you've been into a Microsoft store? Like, what brought you in? What did you do? What do your what are your like founding memories?
0: Yeah, I mean, Dan, have you been to an Apple store before? Yes. Okay, it's kind of like that with Microsoft products. Like that's literally <laughs> what they yeah. like. I, I wish I was joking, but that's kind of what they did. Um, and it was sort of the shiny white stuff with all the products. And then there was the bar in the back with the expert guys who would fix stuff for you.
1: There was like always kids playing on an Xbox. Yes. That was a thing.
0: Yep. And And they had all of the, they didn't just have Microsoft hardware. They also had, you know, Acer and Dell and whoever was making, um, products associated with Microsoft. Uh, I've always been, I have been a long time Microsoft.com store fan, their online store, because if you're buying Windows devices, I've always told people buy it from Microsoft directly because they have better warranties, better return policies, and all their PCs are, they have a name, it's like Microsoft Experience, they have a name for it, but basically there's no kind of of that adware that everyone installs, and it's, they're just, they're like clean installs of Windows, (laughs) They're great to deal with. I've bought computers through them. I've bought headphones through them. It, it is a really great experience. If I if there was a Microsoft store in my mall, I would like buy stuff there. Not often, but you know, Achieve. if I was looking for a computer, I, I would go there.
2: Yeah, um, I heard that they were a great place to go if you just needed a piece of like a USB cable or some sort of adapter like the Microsoft store would typically have it. I,
0: I mean, if if someone came to me and said, hey, Sean, I want to buy a laptop. Where should I buy it? I, the first place I would say it's the Microsoft store online or in person, because it really was, you know, the people who worked there from my limited experience, like it was like an Apple genius. Like they were trained. I mean, they I wouldn't send you to a Best Buy where the rep doesn't know anything I have a great story, by the way, that I will circle back on you to make me think of. But uh, where the reps don't know one computer from another, I mean, these guys really, if I had an issue with my computer, I would take it there. Now, I know what I'm doing, so I usually don't. But um, our friend Phil Lopez uh, bought a computer through the Microsoft store, got a warranty through the Microsoft store, an additional one, had issues. He took it there. He fixed it. I believe he had a pretty good experience. So, um, you know, it wasn't a, a flawed idea on paper, um i i think the issue is they should have just called it the xbox store just sold xbox stuff i mean which is gamestop i mean it's just i just nobody gets excited to go to the you know you go to an apple store people just hang out in the apple store like people just like we're at the mall let's go flick some ipads and stuff like nobody does that with like oh it's the surface studio look at the (laughs) cool hinge and you're like i i I don't know i just it never i don't know it just never connected what about you guys
1: yeah, I feel like they're, like, I don't know, I've never used the Surface, but I feel like their hardware is never, like, wild. Not that Apple's hardware is exactly wild, but, like, it kind of is. You know, I don't know, maybe that's just that's just the, like, Apple person in me. Like, they brainwashed me to, to be excited about their stupid touchscreen, so... I go to the store and, like, swipe some touchscreens and get some satisfaction out of that. <laughs>
2: but, Wait, what do you mean there's the stupid touchscreen? Say more. No, I don't.
1: I, I mean, I think their touchscreen, they have nice touchscreens. Apple has nice
2: touchscreens. It's, oh, it's, I
1: see. It's known.
0: Although, I, the last it time I not. went into a Microsoft store, they had, and I think we talked about on the show, the new, like, giant surfaces for office, like, for your office space that's, like, on an easel. And I got mm-hmm. to play with it and it was very cool. So wait,
2: wait, wait. what what's this? Uh is this like the It's the room like, you have in your house where you work? What's an office?
0: Yeah. Well, it's a piece of software, Dan. Word, Excel, PowerPoint, oh, Office. You know what, right? I know. Like the uh, thing that it has runs that really weird well icon. on ARM Max. <laughs> yeah. On Apple Silicon. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you know, honestly, I think Microsoft would have done better if they didn't sell Dell and Asus and all these other brands there. They should have just sold Microsoft exclusively, because the thing is, if you're going to buy a Mac, where else other than the Apple Store are you going to buy a Mac? You can buy them at Best Buy. They do sell Macs, but like literally everyone would just go to the Apple Store because that's the place to buy Macs. I can go to Dell and buy a computer. I can go to Best Buy and buy it. I can go to Walmart and buy it. You know, it's like they're everywhere. What do you have that's so interesting or exclusive? I have to go to your store. I can get an Xbox anywhere. You know what I mean? The, the, the experience wasn't that much better. So I, I don't know. They just never... I think it was a pleasant place to shop, but there was just never enough interesting to really sustain it. And also retail blows.
1: Yeah. I always... So the couple of times I went into the Microsoft store... I felt like it would there weren't like I always wanted there to be more people in there so I could just like walk around anonymously cuz I was not interested in buying stuff but like there were not not that like there were always people in there but like there were not a lot of people in there usually so like often a uh, uh, a earnest sale uh, like store employee would come come to you and see if you needed assistance I it didn't I didn't need assistance I was just <laughs> Just snooping.
2: Do I look like I need
0: assistance? Kobe <laughs> just like shoves shoves. It. Get out of my face yeah. I don't know about computers than you do
1: uh, Computers Yeah, that's sad, but it probably makes sense
0: Yeah I I don't know what the long term vision for this was, so it's probably, it's unfortunate but probably for the best uh, I, I was going to briefly tell you guys that uh, I forgot to mention this, uh, I did a a paid focus group last week. Ooh. I do these once in a while. Um, these paid online message boards where a company goes on and pays you to give your opinions. I've done them for alcohol brands and and snacks. And uh, what else have I done them for? Uh, like a laundry product. I do them once, once or twice a year. Uh, and I got picked to do an electronics survey about televisions. Ooh. Turns oh. out... I found out at the very end, and this was the first time I ever did the online message board, and then they asked me to come back for a webcam interview. It was for Samsung.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Wow. Which was really, great. which was really not great because I didn't learn it was Samsung till the very tip end. And I spent all the time before it saying how lame I thought they were and how I wouldn't buy one of their televisions. <laughs> so I felt, ah, ah. I felt a little me. I mean, it wasn't, it was the research company I was talking to. It wasn't actually Samsung, but I was still like at the very end, she's like, so what if I told you this, this whole, this whole thing was about Samsung? How do you feel now? I'm like, not great. <laughs> not great.
2: <laughs> oh, nice. Hopefully they got good feedback.
0: Oh, I was very honest with them. And, you know, these, mar- I'm in, and by the way, because I'm in marketing, I'm not really supposed to do them, but I do them anyway. Uh, they, they kind of, they're supposed to screen you out if you work in marketing because you give marketing answers. But I'm honest and I, you know, I buy electric, I buy TVs and stuff. But, you know, they, they ask you all these annoying things like, you know, uh, what does relentless pioneer mean to you? That was one of their, fr- relentless pioneer. And I'm literally like, that's a word salad. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> relentless pioneer relentless pioneer. And, and then they would ask you like what brand in your life embodies relentless pioneer <laughs> I'm like i don't huh
1: what relentless pioneer and they had
0: a bunch of like weird marketing because clearly they're testing like tagline-y type marketing phrases but i'm like i'm in marketing and i
2: don't know what that means <laughs> That's it crazy. seems to me like relentless pioneer it's just it's a description like the i feel like the the good taglines like the the just do it and the the think different they they evoke uh emotion they they hint at emotion they don't directly say uh oh relentless (laughs) pioneer like feel this yeah feel (laughs) this like be different it's like no 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 it's like Oh, uh, we are different. Like that that would not be nearly as good as think different. Yeah, I think part of it
0: was they were just trying to get in that part of it to just what do you what what are brands that you think feel this way? And then should Samsung or whatever the brand was then be like that? I think it's what they were saying, because then it got into questions of like, OK, how do you choose a TV? How do you go shopping for a TV when you buy a TV? Is it easy to set up? Uh, do you th- there was a lot like. Would you like rewards from the company you buy your TV from? Like, would you like to buy other products from the company you buy your TV from? Like, all that kind of stuff. It was, I, I gave them all my best ideas, which I probably shouldn't have done. Because <laughs> there were some really good ones in there.
2: For for what? Like, how to make TVs easier? Well, what were your ideas? Well,
0: no, the one that stood out, because again, and this is why they do it, but they're like, what is a, what is a company that has an easy ordering experience? And of course, it's a message board, so there are a bunch of people, and I didn't want to copy an answer. So I said, you know, I like, and I've like, i talked about it on the show before. I like fast food ordering apps, like the Chipotle app or something, where it gives you lots of choices, and you kind of build your own, and it's easy to purchase right through the app. The problem I have with buying a television is there's all these different models, and you can't tell the difference between them, and it's, it's too complex. Even for me, I get confused, like, oh, is that last year's model? What's the difference between these two at the same price? So I said... What if there was an app for buying a television where you're like, I want 4k and I want it to run this software and I want it at this size. And they just like, you build your own TV and they're like, that's a good idea. And I'm like, thank you.
2: That was a freebie.
0: <laughs> so now when the Samsung build your own TV app comes out, right, I it, will take credit for that.
1: Right. It's now documented for posterity. That's like, right. We'll, we'll have it on video. And,
0: and the gift card they paid me in is really gonna, they're they really made a bit off of me.
2: I you might be under NDA for this, but how much does one get paid to participate in one of these
0: things? I may be under NDA for all of it, but I've already spoken. It depends. <laughs> I've done all different ones because some are like a one-day thing or like a four-day thing. I know to do the message board, it was 125 bucks, and then I will get paid extra for the webcam, but they didn't say how much and they haven't sent me the bill yet. But I'll get probably another 50 or 75 for that. So a week's worth of work for you know 200 bucks.
2: A week's worth of work for 200 bucks? it was
0: like an hour to two each day on the message board, and then the one-hour webcam interview. So not like a crazy amount of work. Wow. Yeah. So, And you can just sign up to be on these lists, and then you just put in your demographic info, and then I just got, you know, I get emails where, do you like snacks, question mark? Like the subject lines are hilarious, and then they're like, oh, it's an interview about snacks, and then (laughs) you you may or may not qualify. So... (laughs) Something interesting, keeping up with, but I was surprised when it was Samsung, because I, they're literally like, you know, do, do you care about, you know, if you bought a TV, would you want to buy other products by that manufacturer? I'm like, I don't really care. I just want a good TV. So.
1: Do you and, remember when I had that? In college, I had a beta of like a hardware TV thing.
0: Yeah. like the, the, the games video gamer? game thing?
1: Yes. Oh, I had a different one, too that i forgot about the the game streaming thing i did have the game stream one that was like what was on live the thing play yes yeah, so it was bought, on Sony live yeah but then i also had boxy i think i yes,
0: had yes I boxy i remember boxy
1: yeah i don't remember what happened to them i remember the thing did not work super well
0: yeah, that's like the top tier of these marketing things—is when they actually send you stuff to try, and there is—but you have to be like really good at these before they up, they move you up to that next level.
1: I'm hoping I get a free Samsung TV out of it. <laughs> I know, I know someone who got some some beta Sonos stuff. Oh, that's, well,
0: didn't, cool. didn't didn't uh, an old college roommate of ours get a bunch of frozen dinners once to try out? I seem to remember a famous story. <laughs> of a certain uh, a lunatic housemate of ours who, who once got a bunch of hungry man dinners and new flavors to try out. Uh, whose name I will not say. Um, <laughs> I believe that is a tease. Uh, guys, how about some more news?
2: Sounds good. News. News, news, news. <laughs> we can talk about the segue. Let's talk about the segway
0: let's talk you know and another thing that's going away in our in our death-filled episode um segway has announced they will stop making their iconic self-balancing scooter the segway pt your personal transporter um is no more uh, uh the last production will be on july 15th at its bedford new hampshire plant uh the move will result on 25 people being laid off um The investor, Dean, came and launched the Segway PT in December 2001 with the promise that it would revolutionize city transport. It did not. Uh, Do you guys, uh, maybe you already read this in the article, do you know how many they've sold in the 20 years since they've launched it?
2: No. Like, oh, oh, I think it was something like 600,000 or something like that.
0: Not even, 140,000.
2: Wait, what?
0: That's what this article says. That's what Engadget says. Wow. Uh, Chinese mobility firm Ninebot acquired the company in 2015. Um, now, Segway still is, they're big in electric scooter. They electric scooters. They claim they have 70% of the worldwide market in electric scooters. They also do self-balancing skates and chairs and use the technology and a bunch of other things. Um, famously, uh, was it Dean Kamen himself who tragically died in a Segway that went off a cliff?
2: No, I think it was the other guy.
0: Was it the other guy? Um, yes, a story that you really shouldn't laugh at, but at the same time uh, is absolutely insane.
1: These skates seem, they're like weird Heelys.
0: Yes, the self-balancing skates. I love
2: those. What? They are, they are wacky as hell. I think that's the, if I... I'm reading through the lines correctly. I think that's the thing that Merlin Mann has, that he talks about as the Segway. The skates? He I scoot think, scoot? Yeah, he doesn't have, like, a full-on Segway, is my read on the situation. I feel
1: like it's, like, a mini scooter. The skates are, like, feet, your feet are independent. Like, they're, like, oh. not connected to each other.
2: Oh, I'm thinking of the wrong one, then.
1: You should look up the skates, because it seems... <laughs> the the so my gripe watching this video it's like of a person in the store in like a little demo area but I want to see someone actually using these like do they fly like no do they, you go they, fast or is it just like this person is going slower than a person would walk
0: I mean the the thing about this is you, you ever you know think of all those like wipeout videos of people on hoverboards <laughs> like imagine that except you're on two hoverboards at the same time right. Deadly. I like the I like the chair. Have you seen the 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 S Pod? The 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 self balancing. Ch- it's a chair on one wheel. It's ah. Oh, I got to figure out how to get
2: one of these things. They're awesome. Wait, I want to go to. I'm clicking on the power sports section. Power sports. That's a phrase I've not heard before. That makes. Do they
0: like make like a jet ski that balances on one wheel or something? Segway That's...
2: makes ATVs apparently. And whatever this thing is, the SS Five Villain. Fear no place.
0: <laughs> I mean, the scooters look cool. I'll give them credit. They're, they're nice looking scooters. Wow. They have a dirt bike. Enterprise. They have a dirt bike. I don't know why Segway <laughs> needs to make a dirt bike, but.
1: Does oh, it well. like balance itself? Like you don't have to do anything?
0: That's what I think it's just an e-bike. That's what I can't figure out is, is what makes it.
2: Wait, Colby, what is the name of the the Segway skates? I guess I'm just gonna Google it. They're on they're on Segway.com.
0: E-skates, I think. The Segway Drift Here. W1. Oh,
2: the Segway Drift. I see. I see. Yeah, that looks just, bananas. Just awful. Just the worst.
1: <laughs> they're not even connected to your feet.
0: It reminds me of one of those. Uh, what was the old phrase? Uh, we, we we were so busy asking if we could, we never stopped and asked if we should. And that's yeah, what I feel yeah. like about these. Where it's like. This is this is a terrible idea.
1: What could go wrong?
0: I mean, now, to be fair, the
1: batteries last on those.
0: Do you want to take a guess? I have the answer. What the range is
1: like 24 minutes,
0: 45 (laughs) minutes. All right. I think, honestly, the only cool thing about this is I would like them to take the technology, just make one big one I could sit on. Like, Like, that would be cool. With, like, handlebars. Like a surfboard? Like, what are you imagining this would look like? Sort of, except a little more, kind of like a big one-wheel motorcycle that self-balances, I guess, is kind of what I want.
2: Oh, okay. It feels like a Star Wars vehicle.
0: Yes. Yes. That's exactly what I want.
1: Nice. Well, someday, Sean. It's bound to happen eventually. I mean,
0: these things move at up to 7.5 miles per hour. That's far too fast. But hey, they have a Segway helmet they'll sell you. Probably going to want that. But anyway. Is the, does the helmet self-balance? Uh, that's a good question. It's called the Segway helmet. Uh, how, how how big is your head sub- circumference, Stan? Maybe we'll get you on. I'm not sure. Does it, it only support certain head circumferences? Uh, yes, you do have to be between 22.83 and 24.8 inches. So, But apparently it's both lightweight and comfortable and has excellent shock absorbance.
1: Why wouldn't they make a different size helmet for people with bigger heads?
0: They do. This is the large extra large. Oh, <laughs> And it's out of stock, so it doesn't matter. But you can get a coupon if you subscribe to their mailing list. Uh, So rest in peace to the Segway Personal Transporter, a joke that still has not gotten old. (laughs) Uh, Any other things here in the the rundown, guys, worth discussing? (laughs) You're always welcome to say no.
2: We can talk about the mixer thing. I, I think that's, you know... That's kind Uh, of interesting.
0: In in our Beyond the Grave, that's that's tonight's episode title is Beyond the Grave, because we're just talking about everything that's been killed. Uh, (laughs) Microsoft, uh, not satiated by the death of their stores, has decided to close down its Mixer gaming streaming service. Uh, and has planned to move existing partners over to Facebook Gaming. Um, They've been trying for Mixer for a while. I think we it was in the rundown at least. I don't remember if we talked about it on the show that Mixer had signed a bunch of large deals, uh, with very popular streamers, including one I'm told is called Ninja, uh, among others. I don't know. Um, but it was never quite able to compete, um, at the scale of Twitch and some of their other competitors on July 22nd, all Mixer sites and apps will automatically redirect to Facebook gaming, um, and a bunch of other things that go with that happening. Um, Shroud, I guess, is also a streamer who went with Mixer uh, and is now a free agent. That's
2: a, that one I don't know.
0: Okay, that's just, those are the only two listed in this article. Uh, so, yeah,
2: I think Ninja was the big one. I think the two things I found interesting about this was uh, how long was this actually around for?
0: Uh, that's a question I will answer while you ask your next question.
2: And then my, my other question was like, what... What is the incentive? Like, did Facebook then pay? So the, the first thing I thought was like, oh, Facebook bought out Mixer. Like, Facebook basically bought Mixer. And that there's some money traded hands. And that's why, like, all these big names are now going to go to Facebook Gaming. But then I heard that they're not, like, they're all free to do what they want. And that this is just a, like, migration path they've made for... People who stream on Mixer, I guess. And and that to me is, like, why bother? Like, that doesn't seem... I don't know. I guess it's nice to have, like, uh, oh, like, you click this button, now your stream's just migrate to this other place, but uh, I'm surprised that no one is, like, snapping up these other people, or is it the case that people are starting to realize that these, you know, contracts are not as worthwhile as I thought? Because that was the whole premise behind Mixer was Oh, we'll get Ninja, and then it'll just take off. We'll have that. We'll have enough uh, audience to make it work from there.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I definitely think that was sort of the original goal of signing these guys. I mean, I'm not surprised it it didn't work, considering the biggest folks in the space are multi-platform anyway. I mean, they were never exclusively on Twitch either. I mean, they have YouTube channels and brands and their own sites and all kinds of other stuff anyway. I think the Facebook gaming thing is just more about, you know, it saves Microsoft some face because they're not saying they're, like, shutting it down and just killing it. They're migrating people, which is nice, and I'm sure Facebook kicked them back a little bit of cash as well um, to gain some folks on of Facebook gaming, which they've been investing in lately, so... You know, I don't think Facebook really cares if they get the big guys or not at this point, but they are getting the sort of the bulk of users who weren't the big guys. Um, And to answer your question, Dan, Mixer was uh, founded as Beam in 2016, was acquired by Microsoft in 2016, and renamed Mixer in 2017.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Did not know that. Mixer.
0: Yep, although Mixer's intellectual property and staff will be transferred to the Microsoft Teams division. For whatever that's hmm. worth. Hmm. Sure. Teams. Yep. So, anyway, another thing coming on. You know what else is coming on is the news segment. <sighs> <laughs> We'll put that in the grave as well and move on to picks the part of the show where each of us brings something we want to share with the world. Um, and I think uh, by default, because he's the only one with something listed in here, is Colby. What do you got for what? us this week?
1: This, Look at The, yeah, the this ultimate work
0: from home. Look at this.
1: This has never happened. Um, yeah, so for obvious reasons, I've been working from home a lot more. And Uh, I also, I work on, like, mobile, like, app stuff now, which is a lot, is a little more computer intensive, so I found that my computer is, uh, spends a lot more time with the fans running than, uh, than it used to, and so, like, working from home, like, often I would sit on the couch or sit in my beanbag chair or something, like, sometimes I work at this desk, but... Not all the time, because that's a long time to be standing up. Um, so I, I had this, like, computer that was just, like, steaming steaming my lap. Um, so I got a lap desk. And it's nice. It's really nice. I don't know if this lap desk is particularly nice or not. I've never owned a lap desk before. But it does exactly what I want it to in that it is a buffer between me and my, like...
2: Spicy MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title:
0: Sp- <laughs> Spicy Mac. Col- Colby's Spicy MacBook. Yeah. Hot uh, potato. Cool. No, this yeah. is great. Uh, I I haven't. Don't think I've seen one that's sort of as well, sort of segmented and organized as this one. Like it has a mouse pad.
1: Yeah, I've never used the mouse pad. I got no. this one. This is. Well, I got this one because the wire cutters' pick was sold out, and this was a different model from the same company, so I got this one I didn't need the mouse pad. I do sometimes use a little phone notch like that's kind of useful as a place to just put your phone. I like lose my phone It's weird now that I'm at home. I lose my phone all the time during the day because it's somewhere weird that's never really never <laughs> never happened at work but <laughs>
2: Well, like, I still remember. I'll never forget the time, Colby. I, I, my memory is that this happened frequently. Is that you would get up or something, and then your bare caseless iPhone 4S would just fly across the room and smash into the linoleum okay. ground.
1: That that phone was uh, lived through a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That phone, like, survived all that crazy stuff. And then one day it just, like, I had it on my lap on the bus and it, like, just slipped off my lap, like, a foot down to the ground and, and broke.
2: Yeah. And it had, had enough. Yeah. Now, was that the same phone that uh, you couldn't let the battery die because if you did, you wouldn't be able to turn it back <laughs> on again?
1: No, that was, that was my iPhone 3G or whatever. Okay. <laughs> that, one, that was a classic, too.
0: I think the
1: the 4 must have been the one that I replaced the 3G with. (laughs) Presumably. (laughs) But anyways, a lap desk. It's pretty useful. It's also nice for like, it puts your computer in a little bit better position for your like hands. It's more like, it's more comfortable to use. So. Cool.
0: Well, we'll link to that particular one on our website so you can check that out. Uh, Dan, you've got an application for us.
2: I do indeed. Uh, so when, uh, we were not in New York, we could see the stars, but we were like, what stars are these? And I remembered, oh, there's like all these great demos at Apple keynotes about using AR to like look at the sky and stuff. So I, I found this app, uh, called Sky Guide and the AR thing I didn't find very useful, but the the general idea that you can like point it into the sky and it shows you where like which stars are where and you can click on them and get different information about each star or the constellations you can turn on or off satellites and all sorts of different features another great thing is i found that the the compass isn't exactly 100% accurate which can get a little confusing if you have a sky full of stars but you can adjust it, so if you hold down, I think if you hold down this app, yeah, you can get into this like compass correction mode, where you can, oh. what I did was I lined up the, the moon in front of me with the moon that was on the phone, and then everything else fell into place. And once you like do the little adjustment, now it's all accurate.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's
2: it's a couple bucks on the app store. Is it $3, $4, $3? Um, but it seemed pretty worth it. Uh, yeah, that's neat. It was really cool. I would recommend stargazing. Maybe that's my second pick. Go stargazing if you can. Sean, you can probably go stargazing. We yeah. can't. Kind of like
0: fireworks. I've seen them. I'm over it. <laughs> okay. Been there, done that. Uh, but that's great, Dan. Any, any any part of nature we can improve with an app on our phone is fine by me.
2: It did feel really weird to be sitting there and like, ooh, like, let's look through the, 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 the sky on the phone. Oh, here's another cool feature it has. I forget what they call it. It's like night mode or something, which doesn't make sense. It's not called night mode. Uh, but they, you can set the entire app to be red and then uh, night vision. Like, red is the color that the eye sees the least. It's like the warmest color. So then when you go from looking at the phone to looking at the sky, you don't get that like, ah, like this the the screen is so bright now I'm I can't see the stars anymore thing.
1: Doesn't doesn't make your eyes dilate or whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Neat. That's cool.
0: Cool. Check that out. Like I said, with we'll the link to that on the website as well. Now guys, I, I don't really have much to pick this week, but I'm gonna let you guys decide. I got two two picks. Two physical items I actually purchased on Amazon. One for inside the house and one for outside the house. Which one should we talk about?
2: Uh, inside the house because I don't have an outside the house and I don't think Colby does either. Uh, you're going to regret it because
0: you actually probably could have used my outside pick, but maybe you'll never know uh-huh. what it is. Instead, I'm going to talk to you about the very exciting thing you chose, which is the Matex Fabric Shower Liner. Woohoo! Uh, this Ooh, is. I need a
1: new shower liner. So
0: this is, say it with me, the wire cutters pick, uh, because I have no personal taste. However, I have a great and odd tradition, uh, which is whenever I move, I buy a new shower curtain. <laughs> I don't have to, cause I can just clean the one I already have. And this is a great high quality shower curtain. Uh, my Amazon account tells me I've purchased this five times, um, And it's just, it's just one of those things that when I get to my new place, I open up the new package and I shake it out and a brand new shower curtain to open my brand new place. It's very stupid, but it's just become a tradition. You don't want to pack like a used shower curtain, you know?
1: Hmm. Now, that's, that's one of the things that I always forget about when I move. So I get to a new place, like, unpack all my shit. It's like, oh, my God, I'm so hot. I need to take a shower. I walk into the bathroom. And there's no curtain. Now it's like, oh, God, I have to
0: go to the store. Yep. No, and so believe it or not, I've already pre-ordered one for my next place. So I always order it before I move. So I have it, and I pack it right on top. Now, this is a... You could use it as your primary curtain. I use it as a liner and have a, a decorative curtain on the outside of the shower. Um, mm-hmm. But this one, it's very easy to clean. Um, it comes in a number of colors and a number of fabrics as well. I do the water repellent solid, but you can get it more textured, uh, more in a microfiber. They've got a bunch of options. I just do the water repellent solid, in white is usually what I do, and then accessorize uh, you know, with something uh, along with it. But... It's just a great great shower curtain liner, so uh, the link to that will be on the website, but a great tradition whenever I move. I've already ordered mine, so.
1: Is it like plastic? Oh, it's vinyl. I see.
0: It's not, but it's not, it's a very sort of, it's like a woven vinyl. It's not like a, a thick sheet where it's kind of stiff. It's pretty loose. Um, which is what I like about it, um, and it's very. Like I said, it's. I know people who do like the more fabricy type ones, and I find them terrible to clean. Um, and this one cleans very nice, um, mm. and it makes and because it, it's so white, it kind of feels bright in the shower. So, but you can get it in other colors too. So and it's ten bucks. It's very reasonable. So, um, check out the Matex fabric liner shower curtains. It is the wire cutters pick. As I mentioned, guys, that is the end of this thrilling edition. Uh, Before I wrap it up, uh, I'll give you a minute to think if there's anything you'd like to plug. But there is something I'd like to plug, which is uh, the fine show over at Up for Debate. Uh, uh, the, The journey through Rocky Balboa continues. We just watched 2006's Rocky Balboa, a movie I actually really liked a lot. We had a great discussion on why is Rocky so old and sad all of a sudden? Um... We get to that, uh, finally being able to understand what Sylvester Stallone is saying, Um, and coming up later (laughs) this week, theoretically, although with Matt's schedule, who knows, uh, theoretically, we're taping Creed this week, so uh, that'll be coming up on the feed as well, and I can already tease, we've already decided, once we've done Creed and Creed 2, our follow-up episode, we're going to be doing the Summer Book Club again, if you remember last year, Matt and I Uh, brought a bunch of books to the show we challenged each other to pick one of each other's books we read them and then in a future episode, we talked about them the issue is i haven't read a book in like months so i've already ordered a bunch of books i'm going to try and find some new books in addition to some old favorites of mine so that'll be coming up you gotta subscribe to show up for debate.tv or wherever you get podcasts just search for up for debate uh it's gonna be a great summer coming up anything you guys would like to plug
1: well, the next time we do this show, we're going to have a new website. Kabam! <gasps> Blammo. Kabam. Maybe even the next time you listen to this show, like as you're listening to this episode, we might have a new website. In fact, we'll either have a new website or have no website at all. <laughs> there's, no, there's no
0: middle ground. That's right. If If you're not listening to this episode, that's because something went horribly wrong. And we're working on it. Technical difficulty.
2: How will people know if they're getting the new website?
1: Um, it looks slightly different.
2: <laughs> the key word there being slightly. Right. Uh, you need to put a little marketing tagline on there, like, like the new Dope Panic website is revolutionizing the podcast website industry.
1: Oh, <laughs> don't Panic version three. Now can update the name.
0: Did I tell you guys about the press release I made my boss put out when we launched our new website at the company I helped put together? <laughs> No, oh, it was great. I'm gonna. Oh, very quickly. Uh, this is the line I made him put in to start it. OMG Roofing Products has launched a newly reimagined online destination. He hated that, no. uh, but I made because because he said, "Sean, we can't just call the website." What does I said? Says newly reimagined online destination. So there oh, you wow. go. That's what we're developing here. Um,
2: it's it is kind of newly reimagined.
0: Yeah, it's not like <laughs> totally new, but it's newly reimagined. In the you mind, really of
2: Colby. Parts of it.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be great. So people should check it out. Don't panic. You can either revel in the new, uh, the old site while it still exists, or play around with all the exciting features on the new website. You can do it there. Uh, all the shows and the picks will be there as well. Make sure you check those out, so we can get our thirty cent referral on every shower curtain liner we sell. Uh, And of course, subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts. We're on all the major platforms. video on YouTube as well. Of course, you can follow us at Don't Panic Show on Twitter and email panic show at gmail.com. I already mentioned earlier in the show about joining us live Monday night, so you should definitely do that as well. Uh, This is officially the last show of June. I can say that for sure. We've already done five. I think that's enough. So we're going to be back next week to celebrate everything July and more exciting tech news. So on behalf of Colby and Dan, I am Sean. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time for another episode of Don't Panic.